Hi, everybody. Yes. Welcome. My name's Anthony Quinn. This is Food Addict, and I have Kate Hester with me here. How are you? Hi, I'm okay. You know, I'm recovering from knee surgery, but I'm I'm awake and I'm excited to talk to you. Yes, I was going to say, I stalked Kate on the internet <laughs> and said, you want to be on my show? And she said, yes. And I yes. was very happy. Um, You know, I had noticed that, you know, you had a surgery. And I know I noticed you, you had mentioned some opioid stuff. Oh, um, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I can't take them. I, unfortunately, I was looking so forward to them. I was like, well, at least after my operation, I'll get to lay around and be wasted on pills all day. But then <laughs> I had like a bad reaction to them. And now yeah. I'm just surfing on Tylenol and Advil, which is no fun at all. Oh, so my that's a God. Oh I know, my God. but it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. So I'm just I'm sitting here. I have nothing else to do but to do podcasts and Zoom shows. So it's, it's okay. It's all, well, it's all working out. Absolutely. Well, we're going to try to relieve your pain right now with laughter. Okay. Yes. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to my podcast. This is um, Food Addict. It's really about my life. Um, okay. You know, and how food addiction impacts my life. And um, most people that do comedy, um, a lot of the women comedians that I talk to um, have had some issues with food. And... Uh -huh. um, Believe it or not, comedians have issues with other substances, too. <laughs> yes, rumor has it. <laughs> I know, you might rumor have to sit down. It. You might have to sit down to really contemplate that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right, so, um, so yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm a food addict. I have this thing where I, like, if I eat too late, I have, um, I have night terrors. And okay. um, I'm about 80 to 100 pounds overweight. And, um, you know, so I'm just trying to, like, talk about this, talk with other people sure. about what they're going through. Because um, this is a very tough time um, uh -huh. for, for the world. Um, yeah. And uh, it's, I don't, I do another podcast I could have you on to, um, Quinspiracy. It's just lighthearted. But, I mean, even that, I'm, I'm getting tired of talking about the same stuff because I don't want to go in too deep to anything. Because everything's uh -huh. so serious and there's so much fear mongering. You yeah. know, and when you're somebody that has some of these issues, like food issues, or if you're in extreme amounts of fucking pain, you know, uh -huh. and you hear people's bullshit, you're like, dude, your bullshit's hurting my knee. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, it's tough, man. Everything's, there's so much bullshit that's going to hurt your knee, Kate. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's crazy. Especially, I was. You know, I, I definitely have addiction issues of my own. I think every person does. And if they say they don't, they're lying or they're in total denial. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, there's there's so a go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. There's a couple people in my life who like to pretend that they're absolutely perfect and stuff like that. <laughs> and I, I'm like, there's there's got to be something you're not telling people. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's got to be something. You're, you're either watching some sort of bizarre porn when no one's looking and no judgment. That's fine. Whatever, whatever you want to do, or you have like a bucket of dead kittens in your basement, or whatever. Uh, yeah, I was going to say something you're not telling people. Check the yeah. crawl space, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But nobody is perfect, and uh, you know, I definitely love getting my buzz on. I'm famous for my tequila incidences, uh, yeah. which I quit drinking. Yeah. yeah, I quit drinking recently. I quit drinking about a month ago. Okay, and uh, it's been it's been okay. You know, the surgery has made it easy to quit drinking because I was I just knew that 
you know, being drunk and recovering from knee, massive knee reconstruction was not going to go well. And as much as I love getting wasted, I'm not a freaking idiot. You know what I'm saying? So I was, it was easy for me to be like, okay, you got to stop drinking in anticipation for your operation because you're not a moron and you want to heal well and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. that, that made it much easier. Um, I was definitely, though, you know, I do have to admit that I was super looking forward to, you know, Oxycontin and the, uh, what is it, the morphine pills that they were going to give me. I was very excited. I was like, oh, my God, doctor, doctors sanctioned getting wasted. Like, that's for me. Like, I'll yeah. do it. But then it made me feel terrible. I thought I was going to die. I had this crazy reaction. So that was a huge bummer. Now I'm sitting on my couch. I just watched nine to five. Like I'm like I, watching these yeah. old movies. I'm so bored. I've written and rewritten every joke I have in my brain. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I know the pain sucks. Um, but uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're probably better off, and um, your comedy's probably better off, and everything else because yeah. um, opiates really fuck with your brain. Um, uh-huh. you know, I've I've. I've dabbled. I, you know, luckily, I never really hung out with people that were doing heroin or anything like that. Um, uh-huh. I'm more of like a soft drug guy, um, you know, like weed and stuff like that. Um, uh-huh. But uh, but there's so many different levels of everything, right? Uh-huh. Um, and what it comes down to, if you, you know, I don't drink myself. I think alcohol is poison, <laughs> especially uh-huh. if you're depressed. If my biggest beef with alcohol is people drink when they're depressed, and if you're depressed, that's the last thing you need to do because alcohol is a depressant. And um, you know, I'm, I was a heavy hitter. I I understand about partying. But uh, medicating yourself with alcohol is a very slippery slope, and that's you know what you indicated before. Sure. Um, so, but what I was saying is, there's so many levels of something. So I don't know who's an alcoholic, who's a drug addict, you know. And yeah. And I mean, that's for the, that particular person to decide. But if your life isn't unmanageable and you just have one night where you go out and cut loose and get wasted, that sounds awesome to me, you know. Yeah. Um, I wish I it could is do awesome. that. <laughs> It gets tricky where you're going out and you're getting wasted every night, but you're still able to go to work, you're still able to do your comedy shows, you're still able to carry on a relationship, and that's where it gets tricky, because then you're like, well, this is working for me, I can do this, I'm I'm completely functional, when you're still, you know, waking up hungover every day, uh, not being able to remember anything, like, oh my god, like, why am I covered in bruises, like, what happened last night, or, yeah, like, my phone is filled with photos that I have no recollection of taking at all. You hey, want to hang out and, sometime? No. Yeah, exactly. Like, what happened? So, uh, that, and then I would be able to get dressed and go to work and do a great job at my job. And go the second I was out of work, I'd hit the bar again and do it all over again. Just constantly. And God so bless you. So, it needed you. to stop. Yeah, God yeah bless it needed you. to stop. God bless you. But what I'm saying is, is you know, I don't know how old you are. Do you, do you talk about your age or no? Or, or is that... Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just turned 47. Okay. All right, so so I'm, I'm around the same age. I'm, I I call it 45-ish, okay? Okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's what I work with over here, Kate. Um, <laughs> but um, nobody's getting any younger around here, you know? No. And, um, you know, realistically, alcohol is not good for you. you know, especially no, to, it's really not. <laughs> especially to abuse it. 
So, I mean, if, yeah. if we're talking about getting older, we're talking about quality of life, not just living long. You know, Uh um, and that's like, you know, people don't like me now, Kate. They're not going to like me when I'm an invalid, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're going to be like, they don't want to hang with me now. They're not going to hang with me when they have to take care of me. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. And I can't, I'm not really a big weed smoker. It makes me really paranoid. I don't enjoy myself on weed. I get anxiety attacks. I'm a super anxious person to begin with. Yeah. Like I, I, I wake up every day and I'm like, okay, what is there to worry about? Like who could, who could possibly be mad at me? Who do I have to apologize to? Is everything okay? And I run through this list until I'm like, okay, no, I should be good with everybody. I haven't pissed anybody off recently. I, I don't need to apologize for anything today. <laughs> and and so when I smoke weed, it just makes that 10 times worse. Yeah, I mean, you'll, there's different kinds of weed. And, you know, weed's about tolerance, right? So in a lot, mm-hmm. and, and honestly, weed's about the way your brain works. Like I have ADHD, I have Tourette's, um, and I have some PTSD too. So weed really helps with that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. that's what I go through all the time. So I'm somebody that's always liked weed because I've always had these things going on. Um, gotcha. But like if you're smoking the wrong weed and it's a, you know, this once everything's legal and you can go to the store and really buy the real stuff, you know, you'll be able to like really test it and maybe even get some gummies with different strengths, you know, and then see if mm-hmm. you can just get some relief out of it. That's really, you know, I mean, it's it's everybody wants to say you should just be able to do it. I don't advocate uh-huh. anybody trying weed if they never have. You know, I just think if yeah. you need it to be part of your lifestyle, then that's what you need, man. I mean, dude, Wendy's two for five is killing me, Kate. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. And, you know, I work I work in between a Wendy's and a Burger King. Both are my favorite. Oh, my God. Both are my total favorite. Yeah. If Burger King was as close as Wendy's is to me right now, we probably wouldn't be having yeah. this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're having two for five Whoppers right now. And look, I, know, I love fast food. They've had it. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, there's a Wendy's close to me. It's close enough to walk technically, but I have a car. It's like Uh like a minute and a half to drive, and it's the two for five. It's just it's just so tempting. You know, Uh it's such a good deal, and I love Whoppers. If that was a Burger King, I'm telling you. I might be living there. I might be living behind there. <laughs> yeah, Burger King is the best. They've got the the Whopper her. is my favorite burger. Oh my, we can't and, hang out. I'm yeah. sorry, Kay. I know, I know. <laughs> and they've got the mozzarella sticks and uh, onion rings. I was and, a Burger King kid growing yeah. up. Were you a Burger King kid growing up? Yes, definitely. And I also, oh. we had a Roy Rogers near our house. Oh my God, up. I love Roy Rogers yeah. too. Yeah, oh. I love them. The roast, just the roast beef sandwich with cheese was amazing. <laughs> This so we, good. we just can't have, we can't do any recreational activities together, Kate. I'm sorry. I know. I'm putting you I on know. the it's list just right be now. Overboard. <laughs> so, but I grew up on fast food. My mom uh, had addiction issues, so she did not cook ever. Oh wow. My mom was usually unconscious. Yeah. So I grew up on fast food, uh, frozen pizzas, oh. hot dogs, Chef Boyardee. Like we didn't get home cooked meals in my house. Mm. And I'm not really complaining. Like, every now and then, my dad, if my dad had time, he would cook. My dad worked, like, three jobs to support us all. Mm. And uh, he, would on Sundays, would cook, like, a roast beef with mashed potatoes, which was always amazing. Mm. Uh, he made a really good meatloaf, too. I love meatloaf. Cool. Yeah. But uh, other than that, we just ate. We just fended for ourselves. And I, growing up now as an adult, I love that stuff. It tastes like home to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's- and... 
yeah, you're made so up of I that love stuff. That. You're made yes, up I of am. that stuff. So when you eat yeah. it, you feel comfortable. Yeah, it, it's um, I follow this guy, Doctor Furman. Um, mm-hmm. he's like a nutritarian. He doesn't eat much meat, but he does incorporate meat in his stuff. And he said every it takes seven years to really become what you eat. So, um, like if you started eating broccoli today, in seven years you would be broccoli. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so if, well, you're, if yeah. you're eating that stuff, and you know me and you, if we're eating that stuff, then that's what we're really made up of. And now that we're getting older, we just have to ask our. What I have to ask myself is, do can I live long and be made up of that stuff? No. You no, know, we can't. I just had we a baby, can't. Kate. Okay. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> he, well, he just turned 16 months. Yeah. Okay. He is a nice. savage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Takes- no, you want to be around for all that stuff. You don't want to, it really, it does take a toll on your heart and uh, your organs and, you know. Well, you, you were saying you, about the addiction, right? The, about like, you know, we kind of, me and you, I think we're similar. We kind of have addictive type personalities. We like to in, mm-hmm. enjoy things, right? I, yeah. I see myself as a food enthusiast, kind of. If uh-huh. I see somebody liking something um, or I see something and it looks good, I want to go eat it. And uh-huh. if, if that's how you feel about food and that's the way your brain works, it's dangerous because they're like they have these beautiful buns and the meat and the cheese yeah i mean they're no match for us kate <laughs> no so wendy's baked potatoes the baked potatoes oh my god like sometimes i'll ba- go in what do you get uh, on your well, baked potato i i love them all but the bacon and cheese of course there's no competition i, love them all. I don't yeah. want any of them to be upset i, I know I well sometimes i can go in there and i'll be like give me a baked potato she'll be like what kind and i'll just like surprise me surprise you know? me <laughs> Whatever one you pick, you, Sheila. Yeah. You really are at home when you're there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love it. I love oh, Wendy's. That's awesome. No, the, the bacon eater. Oh. And you know, it's you know, and I'm sorry that I have to say this about Wendy's. Okay, <laughs> it's not that I'm saying anything bad, but it's people think that Wendy's is more healthy, and I really don't think it is. I'm sorry. It's, it's, I don't think it's more healthy, but I definitely, and I had this conversation with another comic recently, I definitely feel less garbagey after I eat there. Like, uh, maybe if, if, a little, a little, like McDonald's, bit. I, I just feel like shit after I eat McDonald's. I just want to lay down and die. But Wendy's, I can, like, you know, I carry on without on my day and I don't feel as disgusting. So there is something better about it. I don't know what it is. I'm not saying it's healthier. But I don't feel like I want to need my stomach pumped after I eat there. I, I agree you know? a little tiny bit. But the problem yeah. is, is when people get that in their head, it makes them yeah. want to just go to Wendy's. So that's, you know, that's why I, I try to keep that out of my head. Because then I'll just think to myself, at least I'm not at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, disgusting. So gross. But yeah, that's, I do need to change my diet, which I thought. I think I relatively eat healthy other than that. Like, I have put on weight during the quarantine. I mean, who hasn't? Yeah. Okay, um, well, you don't but, seem like a heavy person to me. I, I didn't really stalk your Facebook that bad, but I just, you know. I look, I look. <laughs> well, I used to be like a human bobblehead, like just a toothpick with a cherry on the top is okay. what my body was like. And now it's like a, I've got a little bit of curve happening. Okay, but, so, uh, so you probably got it the other way. You were always made fun of for being too skinny? Yes, okay. pretty much. Yeah. yeah, like you know, that type of thing. And uh, 
but now I'm, I'm happy with my body now, even though there is a portion of my brain that is like, oh, you should be losing weight. You should be losing weight. But, uh, you know, I'm just like chill out. But I do every, need you know, every woman that I've had on here on this show. That's what they say, man. And it really yeah. sucks because it's bullshit, dude. As long yeah. as you're comfortable. You know, as long yeah. as you're comfortable, as long as you're, well, as long as it's not impeding what you're doing. You yeah, know? you should be healthy too. Yeah, and that's here's what I'm the saying. Thing. If you're healthy, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I had a pretty healthy diet. Like I saw a dietitian as soon as I, my health insurance kicked in. I went and saw a dietitian, and she was like, "You need to drink a glass of milk every day because there's osteoporosis in your family, and you're, you know, a woman who's in her late forties." Yeah. And uh, so she was like, "And then you need to eat." Like some, you know, the protein and the vegetables. And I'm doing everything that she said mm. for like a year now. And then the other day, just two days ago, my surgeon was like, you need to improve your diet because your bones are garbage. He was wow. like, it was way, yeah, he goes, You're, it was way too easy to drill into your knees. He oh was like, God. it was like nothing. Yeah. And, and he got too graphic about it. I was like, dude, calm down. Wow. He was like, yeah, he was like, there's bone, bits of bone flying everywhere. Your knees are garbage. Your bones are garbage. And I was Whoa, like, oh, my God. Holy yeah. shit. You just so, took my bones now that you said that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was disgusting. He And then he said my bones were full of fat. I was like, how are this fat inside my bones? And he was like, well, there's not supposed to be. It's because your diet is shit. And I was like, okay. Whoa. So that's the thing is that you have to be aware of that. It's like, okay, it's fine to have a nice self-esteem at whatever size, but it's it really, you do have to be healthy. You have well, to be concerned about your bones. You have to be concerned about your heart. You have to be concerned about that stuff, no matter how good you feel in a bikini. Well, you have to, with anything in life, you have to yeah. look at the signs, right? Yeah. Especially if you feel like something's wrong, you look at the signs. That was a sign. That I guy guess, telling yeah, my... you that, the fact that you got a doctor that was able to tell you that and yeah. be honest with you like that, to me, that was a sign. So, yeah. I mean, you know what, I'm not, this is very laid back. I'm not like, come on, Kate, be honest with us. <laughs> this isn't Dateline <laughs> or anything. Um, but, you know, I ask people sometimes, you said you were, you know, I, if it's too, I, I don't try to get too, but I just, I was called names. I wasn't necessarily bullied, but my whole life, because I'm fat, it's the people's first go-to, you know? Yeah. I've been called a bunch of names. So was there anything you were called specifically when you were a kid? For being no, too skinny? No. Not when I was a kid. When I, you know, when I hit my twenties and thirties, that's actually when I started getting shit for like not having big boobs or an ass. You know, okay. I've, I've actually get like reverse catcalls, like by guys being like, "Where's your ass?" You know. Oh, but, really? But those, yeah, those days are a little over though. I, I, I have more of an ass now than I okay. did before. Okay. Oh, the ass has arrived. <laughs> I, okay. I, yeah, I put about ten pounds. <laughs> I put about 10, 12 pounds on. All right. And I seem to be wearing it well. Yeah. Okay, well, I, God bless you. God bless yeah, you and your Yeah, there we ass. go. <laughs> but I hate fat jokes. I've never, I'll never make a fat joke. I've, I can't stand them. So, so think uh, of, just think about something yeah. like one time when you like lost weight or gained, like something just really dumb that somebody like, like tried to compliment you or somebody, some acquaintance that was just idiotic that was just focusing on your weight and shouldn't have. Can you think of anything like that? Um, yeah, well, people always say stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, they're trying to be nice. Other women are great at trying to knock you down while pretending to be your friend. So what are you know, some of the like, things they'd say? Um, well, there's always like, oh, you can you can afford to gain weight. You're too skinny, <laughs> like stuff like that. Or, or you should you should you go eat a burger. Go eat go eat like a piece of pizza or something dumb like that. So but, now, you it, know, people 
What People is- saying stuff to me like that doesn't ever uh, really affect me. I had an ex-boyfriend who told me I needed to uh, ride a bike or something because he wanted <laughs> me to be skinnier. And I was already like 100 pounds. I was like, dude, how, how much skinnier do you want me to be? Like, this is crazy. And when I look at pictures of myself from that time period, I looked like uh, like uh, Tom Hanks in the Desert Island movie. Like, I looked like a skeleton. And it was, I don't know how, why this guy wanted me to be even skinnier, but that, I carried that around with me for a long time. He was like, you should like ride or bike or something. Your, your legs are really thick, he said to me. Oh my and God. I was just like, that is yeah. crazy. And I was like, oh, who, who is you know. this guy? What's his name? I'll talk. No, <laughs> I don't drop names. This was I'm, like going I'm on just, I'm kidding. 12 I'm years ago. I'm joking. I know. I'm joking. But, um, uh, you know, uh. It's just people do these things. They like. Um, there's different levels of it too. I mean, people that care about you sometimes will make a comment about it, but most of the time they just care about you and they want to know mm-hmm. if you're okay. But it's the, like the acquaintances, and sometimes they'll do it several times a night. You know, and that's when you yeah. know. You know, have you had that experience where they just never no. stop talking about it throughout the whole night? No, that wouldn't. I wouldn't let it get to that because okay. once they made the second comment, I'd be like, "What the fuck is your problem? Whoa. Do you have an issue?" All yeah, right. no. Yeah, like yeah. you're allowed one <laughs> stupid comment about, like, if you want to make one stupid comment about my weight, that's fine. But if you're bringing it up again, like 15 minutes later, I'd be like, "What do you got a fucking problem? Like, what's going on here? Like, what? Like, what? What's wrong with you? You're like, like, buy I me a burger, then buy me yeah. a burger, and I'll give it to a homeless guy. You just bought I would yourself- never. <laughs> Yeah, I would never let it get to that. I'd be yeah. like, why are you making inappropriate comments about my physique? Like, what's wrong here? Like, let's <laughs> analyze what's going on with you today. I mean, you know? I, I've had many people I know um, lose weight. Nobody, I don't think anybody ever said the AIDS thing to me. But I've had people like be like, I think he's got AIDS. <laughs> I mean, oh. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a comedian on here the other day that moved away for a while, lost weight and came back. And his friends were like... Whoa. <laughs> I was Hi, like, sorry, I, guess we got cut off there. I was like, whoa, whoa, is she an AIDS activist? I didn't no. say anything about AIDS. <laughs> no, like, I guess we got cut off there. You sound quiet now, though. Did something change? No, we're good. I'm good. Oh, okay, good. Oh, yeah, all I right. didn't have anyway. you on speaker right away. Um, anyway, yes, yeah, so, uh, no, but I mean, so, all right, so, and my friend that they said that to didn't even care. He's like this big Italian dude. He was like, I just, it was jamming him up because he was trying to hook up with chicks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Don't say I got AIDS. I'm trying to get a chick. I mean, but just, I mean, the thought process in that, right? Uh-huh. I mean, we're human beings, Every you know, but just to like, and, and to continually say it and joke about it when it's, especially somebody that's been, you know, heavy their whole life or going through a bad patch, they gain weight and now they're back to a good weight. I don't know. It's just, um, I try to figure out why people do what they do, Kat, and it, it Kate, sorry, and it, uh-huh. it, it makes me bang my head against the wall. So, well, normally when, when people like are repeatedly uh, knocking you down like that is because they hate themselves and they're oh, yes. they're looking to make themselves feel better. But you know, I've lost. And I have no patience for that. I have I, no patience. Well, for that. I've lost weight several times, right? But it's hard uh-huh. when people are complimenting you. Like I've lost weight several times. I've lost 
probably over 50 pounds more than five or six times. That's very uh-huh. safe to say. And people notice an immediate physical difference and they try and compliment you, but it's just, it, it, it isn't, because you know, you, you're happy to get compliments, but then you start thinking, man, were they thinking about my, what were they thinking about me before? <laughs> well, it's, I don't know. I, I think a lot of times you don't think anything like, um, you know, I personally, I like a bigger guy. My boyfriend's a big dude. And I have a history of liking big dudes. Yeah. I, I don't like skinny guys. Uh, that's just me personally. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so I've I've around bigger people, and it never even crosses my mind, really, um, unless it's like severe. And then I, you know, might get concerned, like you know, this isn't healthy. Your life expectancy is dramatically shorter, whatever. Um, yeah, but, that's a, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. but and when someone loses a bunch of weight, you, you know, you as their friend, you know, they've been working hard at it. You know, it's been a struggle. You know, it hasn't been easy. So you want to say something nice and be encouraging. Like, wow, you look great. Congratulations. How do you feel? I usually try to ask how they're feeling instead of saying, how, or, how do you look? Like, instead I just say keep up the good work. You look fucking yeah, great. Like, Keep up the good work. Like real. Yeah, like hey, you quick, look great. How do you feel? Like that. Yeah. Yeah, real quick that like that. That type of thing. Cuz I've had people and say And then you change the subject. Yeah. I've had people say are you sick? You know, you're not sick, uh, are you? You're not sick. It's like, no, man. Well, those are just assholes. Like, do, do you live in Staten Island? Are you from Staten Island? <laughs> whoa. Are you part of that Staten Island contingency? Whoa, whoa. Don't, don't get me. Don't get Staten Island. I have friends over there, okay, man. I know. I'm just man. kidding around. No, it's, We're all it's, friends here. Absolutely. So, you know, and, but, so this is what happens is I, this is, you know, my personal opinion because I can only talk about my own life experience. I was like a, the lowest credential drug counselor you can be. Um, so, you know, I did that for a couple of years and I've had my own experiences with addiction and all these little covert things, right, can come at you mm-hmm. and hit you when you least expect it. You know, so yeah, that's, true. that's why, you know, it's important. I'm, I try to have a support net. This podcast is kind of like my support network. <laughs> sorry to trick okay. you into my, sorry to trick you into my support network. Free <laughs> therapy for an hour. <laughs> hey, want to be on my podcast? Talk about my problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. So, uh, so uh, real quick, I want to talk about your knee surgery. You had knee surgery? Yes. I, I tore my ACL and meniscus uh, doing a victory twirl when they announced Joe Biden the winner of the presidency. Oh, my God. You, yeah. Holy mackerel. You got, yep. like, athletic about it. Good. Well, hey. I did. I started dancing around the kitchen, and I went to twirl, and my top half twirled, and my bottom half did not twirl, and I tore up my knee, and I waited six weeks to get it looked at, and uh, in that time my body apparently absorbed my ACL and meniscus. Like, my body ate them. <laughs> so I needed a replacement put in. I needed to get cadaver replacements. Oh, my God. So they, yeah, so they put dead person knee parts into my knee, and it's very painful. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Very I'm so painful. sorry to hear that. It's all right. I'm just I'm trying to keep a good attitude about it, you, you know, because once I go down the woe is me, then it's all over then no one's going to be having a good time well yeah i was talking about this you know i go on my pity pot sometimes and there's things i Uh say to myself when i'm on my pity pot um Uh they're just not true you know or there's a little little bit of truth to them 
there's a little tiny bit of truth to them and I just tend to over, you know, over exaggerate it to, to medicate my grief in a negative way. Uh And, um, you know, it's just, I'm personally, I'm, I'm working on, you know, just trying to, um, you know, focus on my comedy, you know, focus on my comedy and my little baby. Uh And, um, and so do you have anything coming up? Are you, you involved in any, I know you do comedy shows, right? You do, you do Zoom Uh shows. Yeah, I do. I'm doing as many Zoom shows as I can during all this. Okay. Um, I'm producing a show it's called the Nice Guys Show, and I'm Could really. Could you say that again? Uh, say that again. It's called the, the Nice Guys Show. It's a show I'm co-producing with my friend Aaron. Okay. And uh, so that's been going well. Awesome. And I'm uh, just just trying to keep myself busy as much as possible. And how many people you have on the show? Uh, we do seven comics at a time. And how many minutes does each comic get? Like seven minutes each. Cool. So maybe a little more. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I make sure to have a spot for a newbie, and that'll get like five. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Because you got to give the newbies a chance, you know? And, you know, I'm interested about this. So if you don't mind if I ask you a few questions about it. Um, I was, sure. I was curious about, like, what kind of audience are you getting? Um, well, it's pretty much just people who we're friends with on our social media. Okay. You know, we'll, we'll get some other comics who we're friends with tuning in. Um, I used to be very active in the Jersey City arts community, so I have a lot of friends from that okay, cool. uh, world, so I get a lot of those people tuning in, and, uh, you know, I'm uh, an active member of the Jersey City community, uh, so I have a lot of friends here in Jersey City, so I'll get a lot of them tuning in, but yeah, we've had some good audiences. We're averaging about 25, 30 people. Cool. So yeah, there you go. That's a decent nice. show right there. You know, yeah, that's a you, decent show. Yeah, if you were at a show and there were thirty people there to tell jokes to, holy shit! Yeah, you'd be happy. I know it'd be a, it'd be a miracle. Yeah, <laughs> now would be a fucking miracle, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even back in the day, you're lucky to get ten or twelve people in the audience at these things. You De- know, depending, yeah, depending, yeah. Unless, yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible to get your friends to come out to a comedy show in Manhattan. When yeah. you don't live in Manhattan, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's. listen, you either move with things or things move without you. Yeah, so I think, exactly. And, and getting better about comedy, there's different tools. A lot of people are butthurt about the Zoom thing. And, mm-hmm. I, dude, it's a tool, man. My friend uh, Joe Gorman has a couple. I go to his sometimes. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I go to other people sometimes. And I've been booked on Zoom shows. And I've always had fun. And I've always done well. So, yeah, you know, it's just, yeah, if you, if, you know, if you want to be a comedian, dude, then a show is a show. If yep. it's a Zoom a show, show, a show. It's, if it's a phone show. It's better show. than nothing. <laughs> yep. It's better I mean, than nothing. And it's keeping your name of relevant in people's minds. Like there's flyers floating around the internet with your name on it yeah. with a time and a date and other comedians. And it's like, okay, well, you can either sit on your couch watching Pornhub and being forgotten about, (laughs) or you can, like, just do a Zoom show and get over yourself. Yeah, just, you know, you you just, people get jaded. And that's the thing, um, Kate, with what we're going through right now, can you blame anybody for being butthurt about anything? You know, I mean, they've just been so confused about everything and and they're trapped inside and stuff. I don't know. Well, it's like, well, then just do the Zoom show. Like, what yeah. do you be, who are you being better than at, by yourself in your apartment or in your mom's basement? Like, just do the goddamn Zoom show. Yeah, you're <laughs> you either gonna, it's about the comedy, do it. man. You're either going to... But be, I've noticed... Either, yeah, you're gonna, yeah. Go no, go ahead. 
I've noticed a lot of comedians are finally coming around. They're realizing that the virus is not going anywhere. Places are not reopening. And so I've noticed a lot of people who were never Zoomers before are finally coming around and are like doing Zoom shows. Yeah, I had somebody recently um, who didn't, you know, said, oh, I'll never do a Zoom. And they did a couple and they're like, I like it. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You it's know? better than nothing. And you still, once you're still making people laugh and it still feels good, of course it's not as good as the real thing. Of course it's not. I you think, know? I but it's it, what we have. In the yeah. very beginning of the pandemic, I think um, it was very new. I think some people went to ones that weren't really set up right yet. You yeah. Know? I think everybody has it down to a science now. So I think mm-hmm. the experience you would have now would be much better than when <clears throat> the whole world shut down the first time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, some of these Zoom shows I've done are like TV productions. They're like really high production. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, so, man. So don't pe- knock until you've tried it, you know? People people are you have to be all in, man. You have to be all yeah. in. I mean, this podcast, you know, is, is doing okay, but really, you know, we're just I'm just trying to put out content. And um yep. you gotta you gotta gotta try stay try to stay busy and healthy. And that's really what it is, Kate, is that I want healthy things in, in every level in my life. I want healthy yeah. comedy. I want healthy food, healthy people. I want my kids to be healthy. I want my car to be healthy, and that's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> my car is very unhealthy right now. <laughs> no, I'm, that's, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I, think, I think my car is eating Wendy's too, Kate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Bacon and cheese potato. Ab- yeah, yeah, you know, I'm going to try to get my car to start eating potatoes. There we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right, listen, we're going to get going, but thank you so much, Kate. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. It was fun. Cool, cool. Absolutely, man. We will definitely talk to you soon. And listen, speedy recovery. Sending you vibes of wellness and healing right now. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. Okay, you too. Take care. Cheers. All right, yes, Kate Hester, everybody. Yes, that was fun. That was fun. We wish her a speedy recovery. And, you know, I'm getting new agey now. So I'm sending people, you know, vibes of healing and recovery. (laughs) And I really am, man. My name is Anthony Quinn. This has been Food Addict. I'd like to thank Kate Hester one more time. Cheers.